Well, hello, guys, and welcome to today's podcast. Now, today is a very, very special edition of podcast because we are lucky enough to be joined by Charlie Watt herself. Now, Charlie has a show right here at the Fringe, which is both sides now, Joni and Carol, an interweaving of blue and tapestry. Now, that is a very, very long title, but what she's done is she's weaved the works of Joni Mitchell and Carol King into her powerhouse vocals and has entertained the city of Adelaide for the last few weeks. Charlie, welcome to Podcast. Hello, it is so great to be here. It's great to have you here. So, Charlie, look, we just want to talk today. I want to find out about what, what, you know, what, what the show's about. Because obviously there's a lot to take in there. So tell me a little bit more about the show. Yeah, there is a lot in this show and it's so exciting. Um, so, as you said, the show is weaving the works of Joni Mitchell and Carol King and telling their stories and telling their like life stories and also interweaving their music and throughout their career and relationships and just own personal endeavours and nice. rolling this up into this really dramatic and beautiful and very moving show that um, I'm really, really proud of. Wow, that sounds really, really cool. So you're a singer, yeah? Yeah, I'm predominantly a singer and in this show that's what the main driving force is, it is the music and we fill the space around it with the words to tie it into the songs and we started, when we were constructing the show, we started with the set list and we made that and we made it all with the right thing and then my mum, Kelly Grace, who is our writer, project, producer, director, wow. manager, mumager, emotional, su- yeah, emotional support, everything, she's... Um, what a mum. Yeah. Stage mum. She's my everything Literally. Mom. Yeah. Stage mum, mumager, you name it. Yeah, teacher, English nice. teacher. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's really cool that you can have that experience with her as well. Yeah, it's really special. And my dad also is involved as a roadie and, you know, sending all the as emails. As a roadie, I love that. <laughs> he can carry the big sub before we have to Perfect. use for the Somebody's keyboard. got to do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And now it's not that you're a star. Me. Now yeah. you're a star. Excuse me, I've got people for that. Absolutely, Davis. Slash dad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Appreciate it, dad. <laughs> Um, so Charlie, tell me, what's led to this? This is your first year at Fringe. Yeah, it's my first ever big kind of solo show. So how have you come to how have you come to to being a Fringe artist? What's what's been the lead up to that? Well, um, I grew up in regional South Australia. I currently live in Port Lincoln, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, there are not really that many opportunities there. And I've made like a lot of opportunities with my mum and working for scholarships um, whether that be through the Adelaide Festival Centre or through some class of cabaret things that I've done which has been amazing it was kind of time to take that next step I wasn't getting pub gigs like back home doing things and it was really time for me to get my name out into the industry and we kind of thought the way to do that was by a fringe show because of the amount of exposure and you know the incredible amount of talent that is all throughout the years of fringe and I've been to to fringe since I was 10 years old and have definitely seen some shows I maybe shouldn't have oh look haven't we all (laughs) you never know until you've seen it you can't unsee it (laughs) but that's I think that's the great thing about fringe is that a lot of the time you go to fringe and you've got no idea what you're going to see no you don't and like it's it was so great and I guess like it was a little bit scary at times because I was like oh my goodness they said the f word I remember seeing Puddles the Clown and we mum took me to him and I didn't like know what was going on and yeah. they, he did like the a cover of Angels am I ever going to see your face again oh, and yeah. everyone was like you know singing along and Everyone's I'm like yelling. oh my god and you're like oh there's a riot yeah and I turned to mum and I'm like oh my gosh mum you didn't tell me this was going to be like an M rated show because I'm like 12 That's at so this good. time it was great and then I definitely definitely joined in by the final of course, chorus of course you did 
you knew it wasn't a riot and you didn't need to be afraid for your life, yeah, absolutely. Then, then we're good. <laughs> so, obviously, things like that, you've been to shows like that and come out and just been, like, mind-blown. You know, what's, what has people's reaction been to your show? Um, it's been, a, like, a variety of mixed reactions. And I think also, like, obviously with COVID going around and the mask mandates is so hard for a lot of artists. Of course, yeah. So, and my show, like, this show is really emotional and unfortunately like a lot of it is like quite sad and really heartfelt and we can't see like me and my piano teacher Greta Eden who is my accompanist and other artists in this show we can't see people's reactions because right. it's not a get up and dance really show well there's a couple of numbers it's of course it's just a listen it's a listen and it's um yeah we've the feed, yourself absolutely and I guess a lot of the feedback because predominantly our audience catered it's an older audience is what we cater to yeah. and so it is um really memory drawing and people have come and like um to us after the show and said i like this song like brought me back to like an exact point in my wow. life it was so powerful and we've had a oh, countless amount of tears and it's really hard That's to good s- yeah it's great and it's but it is really hard, it's hard to, hard to s- gauge that though if you can't see them no and we like uh, you obviously catch some people like moving their mask up to just catch the tears yes you're like great we've got a crier excellent i've spotted a crier we're doing something <laughs> we've affected people yeah we have and like i think that is the big thing we br- like given this joy because we do um end the show on a high note and we bring this joy and like I can't believe but we did six shows and we got five standing ovations which wow is ridiculous and i can't actually wrap my head around it that's great it, it was really 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 great well that must be a testament to the show it is absolutely so um i also heard on the grapevine that in week three um you won yourself a bit of an award so there's a, a weekly fringe award for emerging artists yes now so week three you won that i did congratulations thank you I, how did that come about so i uh, like because we had a certain amount of shows we um, were able to get some um, like judges in. Yep. So we had, I think we had a total of three judges in um, throughout some different shows, um, which was really cool. Did you get them crying? I don't know. I couldn't see. They God, sat I, right the, I really hope I did. They would have been really sneaky criers too, <laughs> but I reckon you would have done. I hope so. Um, and then, yeah, come, I just, I can't believe it. And I found out, I was at school sitting in my art class and I checked my phone and I was, got a message from um, one of the people I'd worked out with class of cabaret Joanne Hartstone who is absolutely incredible and works at um, Black Box Theatre yeah. and doing all of those amazing recordings she texted me and she's going because I invited her to the show she couldn't make it but she texted me and she's like I cannot believe you won the fringe like award that's amazing and I was like, looking at this message I'm like what is going oh, on what do you mean I was like I can't believe it either because I didn't know yeah literally and then I go I'm like oh my goodness so then I go onto the website and it's like scroll 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 emerging artists and it was my show wow. my artist and I just like started crying and of course you would that's major yeah it was it, it, like so surreal it, yeah we like when we first put like ever thought of putting this show on we put four shows on thinking okay maybe we'll get like 30 people at the Saturday night yep. hopefully like 20 at the others hopefully. yeah you aim low you, aim low you do you do yep. aim low because you're from the country and you haven't got those amazing connections yet and you haven't unfortunately built those yeah and the following as well you know that comes with time yeah of course and again i am 17 so i don't have a massive following yet but it's gonna grow and i think like this fringe show has really grown our audience and absolutely and probably you as an artist as well yeah absolutely like it's been so great to work in like this professional festival environment which i haven't done before it's such a vibe isn't it it's great it's really good (laughs) When you just when you're around like-minded people, you can really come out of your shell. It, it absolutely, and like 
again being surrounded by those like-minded people that I might not have yet to experience being from a really small country town where the arts aren't massive yet and yeah, it's still yeah. something that is a growing thing. Well, they will lift you. Being around those people, that's going to lift you and it's going to lift where you aim for as well, Yeah, which is really great. Now, you just dropped a bomb there, Charlie, in that you're 17. So, 17. So, just to get my head around this, you are 17 years old. You are an artist at the Fringe this year. You won the Week 3 Emerging Artist Award. You've had sold-out shows. You're doing some really ridiculous things. How are you coping with that, being 17? Is that just the craziest thing? Yeah. I kind of, like, you're just listing those things off. I'm like, oh, wow, I actually oh, do different stuff. Oh, you say it stuff. like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, look what I've done. Oh, yeah, okay. It's like, you've got a point. <laughs> so are you, are you, like, you know, do you have a lot of, do you have a big support network? You know, obviously, you've got your mom on board your dad's you know groupie number one absolutely um but do you have a, a good friendship support network and apart from all the artists obviously yeah. here that you've made friends with yeah i've got some beautiful friends um like obviously i haven't always been the most social person but i've had some really great friendships that i've built um over time through artist things and then just two beautiful um, the most beautiful girls at school who have really stuck by me especially like these last two years perfect and who have really supported me um like they came to my shows in lincoln and everything and yeah um i should probably say three friends i just can't count properly um but it's okay yeah <laughs> look you're a singer I maybe did. numbers isn't your thing no i definitely totally dropped fun. maths in year 11 <laughs> <laughs> look you know what if i could sing the way that i just heard you sing a minute ago um then i'd probably drop maths yeah. to be honest so yeah, well, I think that's really important to have that support around you because that that will also keep you grounded as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, again, I know I bang on about it, but mum is just the biggest support ever. And my dad who yep. <laughs> cleans my room for me sometimes and it all gets a little bit too nice. much because that's the kind of guy he is. Um, yeah, I've got what this. What a ledge. Yeah, I, really. And um, also the guy who's also helped me with put on this show, Greg Aiden, and his partner Ruth have just yeah. been the most beautiful, the most beautiful people to work with. And couldn't ask for better people they just drove us around Adelaide because we didn't like we flew over they drove over with all the gear and they were nice. dropping us places because they're just the most beautiful people and couldn't have asked for better humans to work with so. well that's really great yeah so at 17 now I know that your your show is it's um a nod to Joni Mitchell and Carol King now they were both 17 when their careers kicked off yeah. is that how is that anything to do with your connection to them because obviously this is some pretty it's old music right yeah it's about 50 years old yeah so i mean that's you know three of you ago <laughs> so what's what's the connection there so originally when we first thought let's put on a fringe show my teacher he said hey i've got this song that i really want to do with somebody like a, like and i've just never had the right person to deal with yeah and the song was a case of you by Joni mitchell mm -hmm. and i was like okay I don't know that song. I'll learn it. I'll learn you. it. Yeah. So, like, come back three weeks later, give or take, and I'd sing it with him. And he's like, "Oh my goodness, that was great!" And my mum was standing outside of the music group door, and she goes, "That was great. Let's do a fringe show." And that's wow, no way. Yeah. That was all it took. All it took. So it's not like you've just always been into this kind of thing. No. Wow. And especially like Joni Mitchell and Carol King, who are both like obviously huge icons in their own respect. With yeah. Carol. Um, with her album Tapestry, like mm -hmm. the number one selling album um, in 1971, and like that held title for a really long time. Yeah. And Joni Mitchell is more so of an underground legend. 
and yeah. who is yeah. really really famous like with more so like of those musician um like crowd yeah so i suppose like learning all about us through this experience these past like six or eight months putting the show on yeah it's just been really eye-opening and i guess i've always always have been into old music like queen yeah. has my heart oh, freddie God. mercury and everything yeah amen sister yeah i like. i watched a documentary the other day and like on tuesday night and i'd had a really like difficult day so i was i think i was so, four hours yeah sobbing yeah. so the doco was like two hours and then the four hours after i was like mom i need your help look i hear you <laughs> i hear you i did exactly the same when i watched the whitney doco god like don't even get me started i'll cry just even thinking about it so look i know you're about to head into a show so we're going to wrap this one up but for those who don't get to see you this time where can we see you next where what should we expect from you well we're definitely looking at doing the cabaret fringe hopefully maybe this year which would be really exciting Uh i had to chat that on again in adelaide hopefully if we can get a venue um and if there are any poor lincoln listeners we are putting our show again both sides now um, an interweaving of blue and tapestry journey and carol again on at the salt festival in Beautiful. april on the 23rd and the 24th at boston bay wines so nice tickets that are sounds great yeah a beautiful winery with platters and um catering so and more importantly you oh yeah i guess I'm there as too. the headliner <laughs> so where do people get tickets for that saltfestival.com type it up and you can find us there pretty easily get your tickets they're only about 25 bucks or so so please come and support and side note to anyone in port lincoln who's ever knocked this girl back from doing a pub gig (laughs) what an error what an absolute error that you could be a part of the movie one day about the people who (laughs) said no to the girl in the pub gig i think it's their loss though absolutely it is look (laughs) Charlie, you've been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for calling into Potty and giving us a little bit of time and a bit of insight into you, where you're from, what you're doing and what people should expect. I'm really excited to hear what what happens next for you and all the best in everything that you do. Potty, thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Well, that's all, folks. That's today's Pottycast. I've been Siobhan Miller. I've been sat here with Charlie Watt. And you're going to hear from us again shortly. Cheers, folks.